This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 145 is going to be from James chapter 1 and verse 21. If we desire to overcome wickedness, we must implant the word of God in our hearts and allow its power to save us. James chapter 1 and verse 21 reads, Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. If we desire to overcome wickedness, we must implant the word of God in our hearts and allow its power to save us. We have to lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness. We have to put those things away from us. We have to recognize sin within our own lives and cut it out of our lives. Lay it aside. No longer go back to it. We have to receive with meekness the implanted word. The word of God is what's going to save us. We have to put our trust and our faith in the word of God because God inspired it. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. The word of God is what is profitable for our lives. We have to lay aside sin and read the word of God, study it and implant it in our hearts. If we want to be saved, we have to allow its power. Romans chapter 1 and verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. We have to allow its power to save us because it is the power of God. And we have it at our fingertips. We have it on all of our devices. We have it on our computers. We have it in book form. We have it so easily accessible today, and it is the power of God unto salvation. In Matthew chapter 4, Jesus said, it is written. When he was tempted by Satan, every time he would respond to Satan with, it is written. If we are going to lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, we have to be able to respond to Satan with, it is written. It has to be implanted in our hearts. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, in verses 5 and 6, it says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. We have to implant them in our heart. If we desire to overcome wickedness, we must implant the word of God in our hearts and allow its power to save us. We have to implant it it has to be in our hearts. If we're going to love God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with all of our strength, then it has to come from the inside. We have to plant it in our hearts, and we have to plant it in the hearts of our children, and we have to be the example for the world as to how to do this. In Deuteronomy chapter 11 and verse 18, the Bible says, Therefore you shall lay up these words of mine in your heart. 
and in your soul, and bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. We have to bind them on our hands. They have to be as frontlets between our eyes. They have to be in our heart. They have to be laid up in our heart. We have to implant them there. That's the only way that we can overcome wickedness, is to know how to overcome wickedness. And that is only found in God's Word. When we put it in our heart, when we implant it in our heart, when we lay it up in our heart, when we store it up in our heart, this is the only way that we're ever going to be able to overcome wickedness. If we have sin in our lives, we need to know how to get out of it. And then we need to put it into practice in our lives. In Psalm 119 and verse 105, the Bible says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. If we desire to overcome wickedness, we must implant the word of God in our hearts and allow its power to save us. It is, a, it is our light. It is a lamp to our feet. It is a light to our path. It has the capability of directing us away from wickedness, away from sin, and protecting us from it. We need to implant it in our hearts and allow its power to save us. In Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, the Bible says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. For in it, in the word of God, is revealed righteousness. He has revealed his righteousness to us through his word. And we are to take it then and reveal it to everyone around us from faith to faith. As the just shall live by faith. It is what we should be living by. So if we desire to overcome wickedness, we must implant the word of God in our hearts and allow its power to save us because it is the power of God unto salvation. In Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, it says, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If we want to build faith in our lives, then we have to hear the word of God. We have to put it into practice in our lives and we have to allow it to help us to overcome wickedness. If we desire to overcome wickedness, we must implant the word of God in our hearts and allow its power to save us. When we implant it in our heart, we grow our faith. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, in verses 18 through 25, the Bible says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God, it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. For the Jews request a sign and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified to the Jew a stumbling block and to the Greek foolishness. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. 
because the foolishness of God is wiser than man, and the weakness of God is stronger than man. The cross is the power of God. The gospel is the power of God. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. The message of the cross. If we desire to overcome wickedness, we must implant the word of God in our hearts and allow its power to save us. God has chose to spread his word by preaching. He has chose to give us the message of the cross, the gospel. And that is how we overcome wickedness in our lives. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. The only thing that has the power to save us is the message that God wants us to have, his word. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 and 2, the Bible says, Moreover, brethren, I declare to, to you the gospel, which I preached to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. If we want to overcome wickedness, we have to implant the word in our hearts. In the New King James Version of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 and 2, it says, Hold fast. In the King James Version, it says, Keep in memory what I have preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. We have to keep in memory God's word. We have to hold fast to it. That's how we plant it in our hearts. We have to implant it. It has to be in our hearts. How can we live something in which it is not within us? This is how we overcome wickedness. If we desire to overcome wickedness, we must implant the Word of God in our hearts and allow its power to save us. In 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, it says, Be diligent to present yourselves approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The King James Version of this says, Study to present yourselves approved. We have to be diligent. We have to be diligent in Bible study in order to not be ashamed. If we want to truly rightly divide the word of God, we have to study it. We have to put time into it. We have to love it enough that we want to implant it in our hearts. If we want to overcome wickedness, then we have to be diligent in our Bible study so that we can rightly divide his word and know how to be approved of by him. If we desire to overcome wickedness, we must implant the word of God in our hearts and allow its power to save us. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. We implant it in our hearts, and it's profitable for everything that we do. It's profitable for doctrine. It's profitable for reproof when I go astray, for correcting me when I'm downright wrong, for instructing me in righteousness, how God wants me to live, that the man of God may be complete. I like the King James Version that says the man of God may be perfect. If we follow the word of God, we can be perfect because he has provided for us an escape to every temptation if we'll only take it 
And we can be perfect through his blood covering our sins. But we have to want it. We have to implant his word in our hearts and then have a desire to follow through with it. And it will make us complete or perfect because it's profitable for everything in our lives. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1-5, through 5, the Bible says, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word, be ready in season, out of season, convince, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and teaching, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry, preach the word. The way to preach the word is to have it implanted in your heart. Use it to convince, rebuke, and exhort with all long-suffering and teaching. Because the time will come when they're not going to endure sound doctrine. But we have to hold on to it. We have to have it implanted in our heart. What are we going to do when they will not endure sound doctrine? If we don't have it implanted in our hearts so that we can be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, and do the work of an evangelist. The only way that we can fulfill our ministry is to have it implanted within ourselves so that we know how to. In Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12, the Bible says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. That's how powerful God's word is. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It can pierce people even to the division of soul and spirit. Acts chapter 2, it pierced them to the heart. That's what brought them to God, the power of God unto salvation. We have to teach people to love it, to want to implant it in their hearts, because it is the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. If we desire to overcome wickedness, we must implant the word of God in our hearts and allow its power to save us. In Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12 through 14, we have a people that did not do that. And this is what the writer of the Hebrews said, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. You have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who protects only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are full of age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. The ones that have implanted the word in their heart and live by it are the ones that are full of age. Those are the ones that are mature. Those are the ones that have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. And they don't have to worry about not being teachers. They don't have to worry about only being in the milk because they're way beyond being a babe in Christ. If we desire to overcome wickedness, we must implant the word of God in our hearts and allow its power to save us. These people here in Hebrews chapter 5, verses 12 through 14, they didn't have what was necessary to overcome wickedness in their life because they hadn't studied enough to know how to overcome wickedness. They still needed someone to teach them. Is that where we're at in our lives? Are we able to lay aside the filthiness and overflow of wickedness? 
because we have the implanted word in our heart and it has the power to save us. If we desire to overcome wickedness, we must implant the word of God in our hearts and allow its power to save us. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.